welcome to the Poem of the Week. Each week, our poems are intended to help you practice the best, most current medicine by alerting you to studies that could change your practice. As usual, our host this week is National Public Radio's Dr. Michael Wilkes and Essential Evidence Senior Editor Dr. Mark Abel. Gentlemen. Hello, Mark. How are you doing? Hey, Mike. Doing well. So acne is a great topic for us. We haven't talked about it in a long time. Nobody that I know of uh, really dies of acne, but it can have a pretty profound uh, psychological impact, particularly on younger uh, adults. It can contribute to low self-esteem and depression and anxiety. And as a result, there is a pretty big demand for acne therapies. Acne often begins in the pre-adolescent years, maybe 7 to 12 or so, and then resolves, hopefully, in the third decade. But it can persist into adulthood and can develop de novo for the first time, in other words, in adulthood. Adolescent predominance is usually male-focused. As you get older, post-adolescent acne has a female predilection. One of the most common questions that I get asked about the link uh, is between diet and acne. And increasingly, I don't know if listeners will relate to this, but I often get asked about the link between cannabis uh, and acne, about which I have no data. When I was a kid, we used to get told that that chocolate was the big boogeyman and that it caused all kinds of of acne. I think that that's been shown not to be the case. But several studies have suggested an association between acne and other dietary uh, intakes, particularly milk consumption and and some kinds of fat. There are two medications that have received a lot of attention uh, over the years. One is trentinoin and the other is adapalene. Both are popular. They're widely used retinoids uh, on the market. Tritoin uh, is a prescription-only medicine with a a usage history that that goes back decades, maybe half a century. Adapalene is a newer third-generation retinoid. It is available both as a prescription in higher dose and over-the-counter. The The -the over-the-counter has really just been since 2016. Because they both belong to the same class of medicines and offer sort of similar uh, benefits, choosing the right retinoid isn't an easy process. They have slightly different side effect profiles, but both are effective. So you found a poem. It was uh, published in the British Journal of Dermatology. It attempts to answer the question, what is the best topical treatment for patients with mild to moderate acne vulgaris? Mark, which of these guys uh, would you recommend? Well, this was, uh, I, I like that the UK researchers who did this study began by actually asking patients with acne what outcomes mattered most to them. And the patient said self-reported improvement was more important than investigator-reported outcomes. And so they made that the primary outcome of the study. And most of these, and so the primary outcome was the proportion of patients who reported moderate or better improvement And on the other side, for harms, they looked at the proportion who withdrew from the study or stopped using the medication due to adverse events. This was a network meta-analysis. So they were looking at a variety of studies, including studies comparing two active agents. And they found 40 RCTs evaluating 12 topical agents or combinations in over 18,000 patients. So only studies that reported acne severity and in which less than half the patients had severe acne were included. They were trying to make this resemble more the typical acne patient, the distribution of acne that you might see in a typical practice. 
Some studies compared active drug with vehicle cream, placebo, while others compared it to different active drugs. They found that adapalene plus benzoyl peroxide was most effective compared with vehicle based on both direct and indirect comparisons. The odds ratio was 3.7 for improvement. Clindamycin plus benzoyl peroxide came in second, odds ratio of three, and adapalene alone was third with an odds ratio of 2.4. Limiting the analysis to only studies that made a direct comparison with vehicle cream, they found similar results. The technical term for this consistency between the direct and the indirect comparisons in a network meta-analysis is coherence. And if you see that, it gives you greater confidence in the overall results. Looking at the flip side of harms uh, with regards to withdrawals due to adverse events, adapalene plus benzoyl peroxide, again, while it was the most effective, also had the highest rate of uh, adverse events, odds ratio 2.9, followed by benzoyl peroxide alone, 1.6, and clindamycin plus benzoyl peroxide, odds ratio 1.4. They don't give us the absolute results, so we can't calculate number needed to treat and harm, but they do say that withdrawals due to adverse events were pretty rare in the studies that they included. So the bottom line is for patients with mild to moderate and, and to some extent severe acne, this network meta-analysis suggests starting with either adapalene plus benzoyl peroxide, clindamycin plus benzoyl peroxide, or adapalene alone. If they don't tolerate either of the BPO, the benzoyl peroxide-containing meds, they could try adapalene alone uh, as an alternative. Right. Interesting. Um very interesting study. I guess the question is, what are the hazards? I would think that the reason that the adapalene plus the uh, the benzoperoxide had the highest dropout rate is simply because it, it's the most drying, right? And people yeah, don't like yeah. that and get cracky skin and it, it, it hurts. Yeah, it's the most irritating for sure. But, you know, it's it's kind of a two-edged sword, right? It's also the, the most effective right, and right. Uh, it really depends on the balance, you know, and it's going to vary from person to person and some people are going to tolerate it pretty well. Others it's going to be more distressing and they might want to try again, the adapalene alone. Right. Right. You know, one trick that I've used is um, in those patients where it, it certainly is um, it's uh, less irritating than the alternatives. Um, but you can go to every other day. Uh, that seems to, to help a bit, but uh, anyways, okay. thanks. Uh, it's a, you know, again, not a life-saving intervention, but it's nice to know what the evidence suggests for something that, that we end up spending a lot of time treating. It is if you're an adolescent. So yeah, it's exactly. good, good to know. Talk with you again next week, Mark. All right. Well, that's this week's poem. Thanks for listening. If you'd like to read this and other recent poems, please go to www.essentialevidence.com. And please join us again next week for another medical poem. Music.